It's painful sometimes to admit that we have needs, but we do. So looking at pain points or places where you're lacking, whether it's connection to others, maybe it's health and fitness, maybe it's accountability, maybe it's actual business strategy, maybe it's purpose, maybe it's meaning. All right. What's going on, ladies and germs? We are back for another Wednesday installment of Midweek Mastery. I know you're going to love today. Uh, what I love about this episode is we get in some really practical, helpful tips that are going to move the needle for you in your business and your life. And it's just something that you can take action on, right? Something that's really, really useful uh, and it's quick hitting. So I know you're going to love today. Uh, Mike, what would you like to say about today's episode? These episode, this episode specifically is really designed to help you leave into action. So I would invite you to take uh, take a moment before you leave the episode, maybe grab a pen, grab a paper, like put, put some action items into play. And if you want to share with us what some of those actions are, please find us on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, great. Hit us up in the comments. If you're listening to us, perfect. Great. Hit us up in our reviews. We're always, uh, we're always appreciative of that. So here we go for another midweek mastery here on Wednesday with Better Than Rich Show. The power of community and talking a little bit about what is community, how to find a great community, how to upgrade your community if you're not happy with where you're at right now. And if you don't feel like you have a circle where you can share your biggest triumphs and have a bunch of people cheering for you and also kind of your darkest, deepest fears and be held in those moments and be led through them. And then this is the show for you today. Why is community important? What do you see there, Mike? For me specifically, why community is important is because Anytime I have found myself in the past where I felt stuck or, or feel felt unsafe or I didn't feel like I had, I don't know, I just didn't have like true friendship around me or people I could trust or mm. someone that could relate to me. Like anytime I had those valley moments of life, there was a craving for a brotherhood and, and there was a craving for people that have a common interest that I do or, or can empathize with the experiences that I'm currently going through. And then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, it's when I'm thriving and having an awesome experience and celebrating something. It's like, you don't want to be too braggadocious with people that aren't. And you want to have people that don't belittle you or make you feel weird for winning. So it's having this safe place of individuals that are able to empathize and understand and are able to be with you for your highs and able to be with you for your lows. We can all show up for each other. That's important. I think it's very overlooked when it comes to friendships. I think especially with social media, it's very much like a surface level type of things where everyone wants to chime in with their opinions. My needs are your needs. Your needs are my needs. We have a common unity amongst each other. It's something more special. It's more unique. Yeah, absolutely. And that phrase is something we use a lot in our retreats when we put on events. My needs are your needs, your needs are my needs. We're all in this together. And as much as I want to make sure my needs are met, I also am going to be fully committed to making sure your needs are met. Community is about recognizing that we all have needs. Human beings are not made to be isolated. And that's why this huge experiment of COVID-19 and all these things was uh, a failed one, in my opinion, with all the lockdowns and the ramifications, not just economically, but 
if we just look at the cost to like human flourishing in terms of suicide rates and depression rates and anxiety and addiction issues and all these different things that have come out of isolating people and kind of moving them away from their communities, there's a huge cost to that. One of the biggest questions that I get asked a lot is just how do you find good people? Like how do you actually look for people? I would say in some ways, it's kind of like you have to give in order to receive. If you're not getting love from your spouse, start showing love to your spouse. If you're not having people be generous with you, start being generous with them. If you're not getting people's time, start giving more of your own. And all of a sudden, that reciprocal nature, whether it's the law of attraction or it's simply the law of reciprocity that all people want to uphold in a common society, will start to come your way. And so when it comes to community, you want to have people have deep connections where you can share anything that's on your mind and be held and be seen and be appreciated for whatever you're going through or supported and challenged, you're going to have to practice vulnerability yourself so that they can trust that they can open up to you. But if you do that, three or four are probably going to be really interesting. And those are the relationships you want to continue to pursue and maybe deepen in terms of communities. The idea of what you just said about expressing vulnerability, and as long Mm. as you're willing to be vulnerable, they're going to reciprocate. And I think that especially with how many people cast judgment onto others, because they don't have the same beliefs. A lot of times people bite their tongues. It's like, ooh, maybe I don't want to say that out loud because what if they're the opposition? It seems like in our community of the United States, there's like these two polarities that are Mm -hmm. opposite. So if I speak something that is what I think is my truth, but it's completely opposite of what somebody else thinks, now I have this opponent that is casting judgment over me. How does someone offset that potential concern of being vulnerable? One thing that comes up for me is if I'm myself and I'm rejected for being myself, then that person who rejects me is probably not someone I'm interested in being in community with anyway. The other thing is in an ideal position, even if someone disagrees or has these other players, we have close friends here in town and they're very different from us in terms of how we see the world and our philosophies and our ideologies and all those different things. But we get along great. They're just the sweetest people. We love hanging out together. Our kids get along. We get along. We have really interesting conversations. We don't always agree, but we treat each other with respect. And I think in an ideal world, that's where we would want to go. And actually, that diversity of thought actually makes things more interesting, in my opinion. So I know I answered your question and also threw a segue in there. (laughs) Perfect. That's an excellent response because Mm -hmm. ultimately, if you're not accepted for your authentic self, then you probably don't want to be in that community anyway. Being authentic is one of the, the most desirable characteristics when it comes to creating a community or being a part of a community. So if you're willing to express your authenticity by being vulnerable and being courageous to share Mm. openly, now you're inviting others into the space to do the same. It's interesting when I made the list of these people in, in 2020, I made this list of these men and I interviewed them. I called up Doug and I was like, Doug, this is not a normal call. This is a call because I want to talk to you about a tribe. I want to create this tribe called the Healthy CEO Dads. And I had these parameters. My needs are your needs and your needs are my needs. That We want to grow personally, professionally, financially. We want to be able to raise our families together. We're in committed relationships with significant others. We want to be dads one day. We want to own multiple businesses or be involved and contribute to our communities, contribute to higher purpose. He said, is this sound like a tribe and a community you want to be part of? And Doug was my first call. He's like, sign me up 100%, you know? Mm-hmm. And then obviously I had a conversation with Andrew. I had a conversation with Patrick. I had a conversation with Dean. And that was the first core group. 
And then I reached out to, I'm not going to name the names, but I reached out to someone else who was on the list. I had the same combo and I got rejected. And he was like, well, I already have a lot of different tribes I'm in, uh, like different communities I'm in. I have a church group I'm in. I already am in another group and like, sounds good, but maybe not right now. And I was like, Ooh, I got rejected. And at first my ego is like, what? You don't want to hang out with me? But it was no problem because I knew that it wasn't aligned at this point in time. It wasn't going to be aligned over the course of the next 10 years. Now we have our core group of seven or eight men that I started this tribe. We did our first retreat. And it's just so beautiful to see like how this is evolving. We have this safe, sacred space where we can share openly and authentically. And I was the heart of this, the nucleus of this. And that came from this deep valley that I was in with so much pain. So why is that relevant for anybody listening is because if you feel some sort of pain, more than likely, there's probably a whole community of people who could benefit from having others in that community of those that not only experience the pain, but they don't want to stay there. They are going to get on the other end of pain. They want to leverage the pain into turn it into growth and take that growth and turn it into new opportunities and new experiences. And that's why it's so powerful to have this like-minded group of people called community around you. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I would say is, you know, and this isn't intentionally a plug for Better Than Rich and what we do. I think there's a lot of places out there like us. I will say, I think we're unique in many ways. When someone comes into the Better Than Rich community, for instance, we have certain rules of engagement. We have certain objectives that we're trying to create at an event or within our community. And we're also attracting like-minded people. Generally, they're people who have some things in common, whether it's values in common, or they have desires in common and a vision in common. Maybe they're all business owners or at certain levels in their business or in their careers. And so when we attract these people in, there's commonality that can be created. But then there's also rules of engagement. Those rules of engagement create this space for people to be safe, to be vulnerable. How do you find a space that you can be vulnerable in? And if it needs to be facilitated, it needs to be facilitated. Come to one of our events. If you don't want to come to one of our events, go to Date With Destiny, go to some other event. I don't care. But find a space where you can be seen, be appreciated, where you could share literally anything. Part of it as well, Andrew, is that people need to be intentional with what are their needs? I think sometimes people might not even know what their needs are. So how mm-hmm. could they meet needs if they don't know what they are? So what would you say, Andrew, if someone was curious on what are the needs that I need to meet in order for me to start searching for this community? A lot of times people don't either recognize or want to admit that they have needs whatsoever, let alone try to identify the specific ones they are. Who wants to feel needy? I'm sure there's no one listening to in their car right now or at the gym right now or, or winding down for the night or starting your morning or whatever you're doing right now on the other end of this thinking, oh yeah, you know what I want to be? I want to be needy. It's painful sometimes to admit that we have needs, but we do. So looking at pain points or places where you're lacking, whether it's connection to others, maybe it's health and fitness. Maybe it's accountability. Maybe it's actual business strategy. Maybe it's purpose. Maybe it's meaning. And doing some reflection just to see like, where are my biggest pain points? Where are the biggest like frustration points? Where did I think I'd be further along than I am now? And just be honest with yourself. One of the biggest things that I see that stops people in this department is just being honest about where you're at and where you are frustrated and then humble enough to ask for help and go find help so many people are lying to themselves and they're lying to the world that, oh yeah, I got it all together. It's all perfect. It's all hunky-dory and they're just not willing to be humble. Yeah. Too many, too often we want to celebrate it. We want to stay in our strengths. It's like, this is where we're comfortable. This is where we're strong. So we'll stay in the surface level stuff. 
So a lot of times that surface level community forms around that. Well, I'm really good at basketball. So let me just stick with this basketball community or like I'm really good at you fill in the blank. So they stay around that safe space where what you're saying here, I love what you said. Nobody wants to be needy, but yet we all have needs. And if we can be honest and truly open and authentic about what those needs are, well, now you're going to be surrounded around other people who are trying to satisfy those needs. And that brings up the curiosity of, well, if everyone's trying to be needy in this community, how is anything going to ever get done? It's like, well, everyone's me, 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 need, 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 need. Doesn't seem like a a great community either. And that's why we love the philosophy of my needs are your needs and your needs are my needs. Because when you're at a valley, I might be at a peak and vice versa. And if I know that you have the same needs at a valley that I had at my valley, but I've worked through that valley or mm-hmm. I'm on my journey or I'm a couple steps ahead of you, I'm empathetic to grab you or extend a hand or to relate to you and to say, you can do this too. And then because life is this ebbs and flows and ups and downs constantly. So if you can find other people who have those same needs, That's fantastic because you're not always going to be in the same place that you're at. There are seasons of life. And while you're in a winter, someone else might be in their summer or fall. Absolutely. There's different types of communities. There's communities where there's a leadership. So there's formal leadership, like the Better the Rich community. Mike and I lead that. You're receiving leadership from us. Our job is not to get our needs met through our paying clients. It doesn't mean that Mike and I don't have needs, but our job isn't to use your coaching calls to try to get our needs met. I think that'd be kind of weird. And I don't think people would like to pay to uh, meet our needs is my take. So those spaces are specifically designed to meet your needs as clients. But there are other communities where there isn't a stratification, you might say. That was actually one of the stipulations in this healthy CEO dad tribe is... No one's allowed to like be in charge. No one's allowed to sell the other person something. Like it has to be a safe place for people to feel like a flat level of hierarchy. And by the way, if you are interested in joining Out of the Rich, we are going to be putting out more content like this. You'll be getting newsletters in your inbox and these sorts of things. So if you're interested in the updates about that, make sure you go to betterthenrich.com and sign up for our mailing list so you can get those updates. Join us in the Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you. If you feel like you're not getting your needs met or you have needs and you're curious to explore some of those needs, the Facebook group that we have is a great place for that. So you can post comments in there. You could send us you know, private messages. We'd love to read them. You can follow us on Instagram as well. And we would love to jam with you on what are some of your wants or needs that you're not getting from other communities that maybe you would like to get from us and, and from Better Than Rich. Join the Facebook group. Join the conversation. Share vulnerably. Share openly. We'd love to hear. Absolutely. Better Than Rich Show listener. Thanks for sticking around to the end. If this episode inspired you, if it motivated you, if the connection that you're getting from our guests and from us resonates with you, we just want to extend a little offer to you to help you regain some time. Because one of the things that we've realized as busy entrepreneurs is that our time is the most valuable asset that we have in our business, but also with our families, with our health, with our personal growth, uh, all those certain things that we want to grow in our lives, they require time, they require energy. And we've launched a service that we've been doing for now for over a year that has a lot of traction in the marketplace that just sources a team of virtual assistants for you. And so if you've never had a conversation with a member of our Better Than Rich team before on our virtual assistant program, you're missing out. That's an opportunity to learn more about what we're up to. And ultimately, we help people regain 
80, 100, 150 or more hours a month, every single month. And what might that do for you? What might that do for your life? What might that do for your family? And if you want to live a life that's truly better than rich, time freedom is a big part of that. So Mike, where can people learn more and why should people at least book a call with our team? Well, first, I think it's very simple for you to just go book a call. It's free. We'll hop on uh, with you, one of our team strategists, and we'll just poke around your business. Worst case, you figure out what your dollar per hour wage is and what your time is worth, and we'll at least make sure you leave with that. Best case scenario, we could give you a team of two or three or more virtual assistants to just get all of your admin offloaded. So make your way over to VA, that's VA as in virtual assistant, dot betterthanrich.com. So that's va.betterthanrich.com and book your call. All the details are on there. The pricing is on there. We're an open book. We just know that this service is really helpful. So va.betterthanrich.com and we look forward to our conversation with you soon.